0: Hey, welcome to episode 104 of the Collector's Quest podcast. On this episode, we are talking about the news that everyone's talking about. Sony released their list of 20 games that are going to be on the PlayStation Classic, and everyone's reaction is just kind of like, okay. And so we're going to talk about that, because when you look at this list of games, it doesn't scream Sony PlayStation at you. There are so many missing franchises, so many weird choices, so... This isn't going to be about picking our pet list or anything like that. It's about, you know, what a classic console is and what it's supposed to be. And it has nothing to do with being able to play these games or hacking the console or anything like that, because the people who put this on their shelf want to see certain logos on that box. You could pirate a PlayStation game on anything. It's not about the best 20 PlayStation games or anything like that. We're also talking about a recent trip to Portland Retro Gaming Expo, where we actually all met each other for the first time in person. Well, me, anyway. I mean, Johnny and Stefan know each other. Anyway, go to iTunes. Give us five stars on iTunes if you haven't. It's the season. It's November. And soon it will be pre-Christmas, and then it will be Christmas. And if you want us to feel good, just give us five stars on iTunes and share the joy that is Collector's Quest with your friends. All right. Let's just start the show. (music) from the 2018 portland retro gaming expo it is the collector's quest podcast
1: nope that that is incorrect that's not even remotely true.
0: why are we not recording at portland retro gaming expo we were all there
1: because you don't like us and you don't hang out with us and oh, so all God, that time that we could that. have oh, recorded you just on. ditched us let's
0: not
2: put this all on tyler mister uh, i have to go to the hospital
1: Oh, that too. Uh, Sorry for my medical emergency. I apologize. Oh, someone showed to light in my eye.
2: You said I apologize. Get it? I. Uh, I, Because you had an eye problem. If you don't know, Stefan almost died. Sorry, podcast. It's true. Or he just had an ocular migraine or something like that.
1: I died for retro games.
0: Oh. Oh uh, okay. Uh yeah, so seriously we are we are not recording at Portland because I got sick at Portland. Usually I get sick after expos. On the third day of Portland, I was already sick and I ruined the podcast. So sorry for everyone who was super wanting to hear about like the new Intellivision console and whatever other weird things happened at Portland Retro Gaming Expo. The
2: only person who didn't ruin the podcast as per usual was me.
1: You didn't ruin the podcast, Tyler, you just ruined our friendships.
0: Oh,
2: Oh. I'm sorry. It's rough. Okay, so uh yeah. Big miss, we didn't record there, but we'll kind of give you some recaps and we were going to do that, but then what what happened today, Tyler? What what happened to the world of retro gaming that kind of shifted our plans a little bit?
0: Well, Sony announced the beyond the 5 games that were announced previously. We have all 20 games on the PlayStation Classic console. And being a person on the internet it is really easy to pick and point and be like, you did this wrong and this is what the list should be. And so that's the content we'll be presenting to you today. Okay. Yeah. And, and before we get into this,
2: uh, I want both your opinion, Tyler and your opinion, Stephen, like is the list truly bad? Because this is, everyone is ranting on the internet. Like this is the worst thing. And Sony screwed up and like, is that true? Is this list representative of the PlayStation library? and more importantly, does it, I mean, if you're going to call this thing the classic, right? Did it present classic titles that represent the library? That's that's what I want to measure it on. So, Stefan, why don't you go ahead and tell me your opinion on that first before we get into games, hits or misses. Just tell me on that axis, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I, I just kind of feel like almost everything here I would replace with something else not on the list like I'm sure this is someone's great list but it certainly isn't mine and it I doubt it's the majority's hashtag
2: not my Playstation classic
0: kinda so everything I saw on the internet about the I didn't see anyone like overly glowing with praise like that SNES classic list came out and you're like oh my god I know I could just pirate these all on the internet but goddamn, those are the 20 games I would have chose for this uh, and yeah, this I mean, was, it was like minor, oh, couples, that's, but that's good variety. It's like, Oh, it seems like a good list. It's not, I'm not going to buy it for a hundred dollars. People were like kind of really wishy washy, even when they were saying good things about the list.
2: Yeah. I, I wish I had some sort of dissenting opinion here where I was like, no, you guys are wrong. And let me tell you why this is amazing. But really this is, I mean, this is the very definition of meh. I don't, I'm so confused at this list. Like, There are games on here that are good. There are games on here that are fine. There are games on here that aren't even playable. And it's like, how did this, how did this get to be your classic list? I don't understand. Like if you look at the NES mini, right? Or NES classic, there's some games that aren't like my top games, like Galaga, Donkey Kong. Like those aren't really for me, but you kind of understand what they represented and I guess I can kind of understand this, but also some of these like they don't hold no, up. Very they cheaped
0: well. out, Johnny. That's there's they
2: did, and it's a there's no
0: excuse for it either. Either they are holding back because they want to release another one that includes the other half of the hits or the other majority of the hits with like a dual shot controller upgrade or something like that. The other thing is they don't want to like impinge upon all of the re-releases of similar games or the same exact games that are out there right now, or they want you to buy this and be like, I remember all these other great PlayStation games that aren't on here. Maybe I can buy them on PSN. It's gotta be one of those. Cause there's no reason they missed some of these games that we're going to talk about.
1: I mean, I, I would wager that it is more to do with they just cheaped out because, I mean, when you talk about Nintendo's first party library, I mean, be- between them and Sony, I mean, Nintendo's always going to have the superior first party library, which they just don't have to pay for. It's just theirs. So I think there's just a lot of, a lot of choices that they could have made that they would have had to pay licensing fees for either for the music or for the actual properties. And they just took the cheaper route.
2: Yeah, but would you like, but it's already $100. Would you have rather than just put one controller in there and made this thing like $120 to have a much better library than this? Because this is no question, but because like I, I didn't want to buy this before, I definitely don't want to buy it now.
0: So, everything that people will try to defend about this, like, oh, the licensing would be really hard to get all those songs. It goes out the window because it costs $100 and has 20 games. It's like if you're charging more than any mini console on the market, you got to get all of the hits. There's no excuse. We already have two Nintendo consoles and both of them are, they're rock solid. So you can't come out here with your C list and your B list and be like, all right, this is going to cost $40 more than that Nintendo one did.
1: Now, I 100% agree that it's most likely the, it's not an excuse, but it is most likely the reason, right?
2: But does that but does that matter? It does that like that's not a good reason, though, right? It just because it's the reason doesn't mean it's a good reason. We all agree on that.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, because like you said, I would have absolutely paid a, a premium for one less controller and maybe a little bit higher retail price for games that people actually want.
2: Yeah, and, I, and we haven't even picked the thing up, right? That's the other thing. So I don't know if the controllers are going to feel good. That's When you picked up the NES Classic and the Super Nintendo Classic, I mean, they, they feel light, right? The systems themselves. But when you hold the controller, I mean, other than the baffling size of the wire, you're like, uh, everything feels right, you know, on the controller. I haven't even felt this yet. I don't lo- like PlayStation controllers tend to feel a little cheap to me half the time, like half their controllers have felt like garbage to me. And now I'm I'm really I'm reticent about what's gonna happen here. Because like if they've been this cheap already just here, like where else are they cheaping out, right? I mean what uh, Sony what
0: right. what does Sony do? They make dual shocks. That's like they've done it for 20 years. I, I they'll probably make a decent well not a dual shock, whatever. That same controller. That's all they've done. I'm sure they'll those will probably be fine. No, they made that awesome boomerang that didn't work out. What what well they didn't release it. I know they're, I mean, they're, they're saving money on the software to, di- I mean, no one's going to buy their second one, whatever they're going to do. I mean, they got to do something with the, the games that they're holding back. So they, they got to make this one good for a hundred dollars. I think I don't think they're going to intentionally sabotage their product with like a subpar controller.
2: Is that like, is this the thing you wanted to launch out and be like, if you wanted to feel what classic PlayStation games are like, I present to you jumping flash and Mr. Driller.
1: <laughs>
2: all right yeah, so
0: no. i just i want to get into some spoilers johnny so we are going to talk about some other games and i know that you know some games have like music licensing issues but a lot of the games we're going to be talking about are already for sale on psn so spoilers castlevania symphony of the night is not on the ps1 classic you can buy that for 10 dollars on psn right now if they've got whatever licensing magic it is to make that happen they could have put it on the ps1 classic
2: Yeah, but I want to address something, because everyone... Here's... And, like, we even had some of this in our chat before the show. Oh, but they just did all the remakes. I don't care that they just remade a bunch of these games. I'm buying the embodiment of your classic library. If I have PSN, I can already get, like, all of these games or some approximation of these games, better versions. I can build a better 20-game library on PSN than what you've given me here. So, if you... (laughs) Don't tell me that, oh, well, we didn't want to cross over and crush the sales of the remake. It's a different market. The person buying this all in one box is the nostalgia box, right? How many of the Nintendo games could you previously access that was on the NES Classic, right? And on the Super Nintendo Classic.
0: Like they're all in like Animal Crossing on NES. <laughs> That's a, and and then- they've been
2: re-released hundreds of times. Yeah. All, it, so that does not matter to me. It doesn't matter to me that they've just been done. Because the person buying this is buying an all-in-one unit. If I'm putting this thing in and I'm playing with this thing, this is where I'm going. I don't want to have to switch over. Do you want me playing in, in this PlayStation Classic, or do you want me picking up the PS4 controller? I don't think the markets are for the same people.
0: And the appeal of having this all-in-one box with like all the classics on it is, it is... It feels like this timeless time capsule of all the best games. Because spoilers... A lot of people who were buying this, they're either going to play absolutely none of them or they're going to play like 20% of the games on the thing. But they like looking at those icons and being like, Final Fantasy VII, that's one of the greats. I sure like having that digital thing on that PS1 Classic. Even if they're never going to play it, they want to see that it's there. They don't care that you know, at the time that it was released, all oh, there were a lot of other remakes coming out, so they couldn't put those on the PS One classic. The reason to buy this is because you could put it on your shelf and just feel like ten years down the line It's like, yeah, I got all those great PlayStation games in that one little box if I ever wanted to break it out and play it. Or you want to feel like, oh, they nailed my favorite. My favorite game is
2: on that thing.
0: Well, okay, so I mean that that's where we go it down too, that right? path. I, I know I know you're not going down that path. I just want to clarify to everyone that we're not nitpicking. Wow, my favorite game's not on here. Why isn't Trap Gunner on this list? Trap Gunner was such a good game. It's not about pet favorites, it's not about deep cuts, and it's not no. about making a list that's entirely 2D platform games and shooting games that hold up today. It's about being like the most iconic PlayStation games.
2: Right. And and we forgive we forgive all the sports titles, right? Because like no one wants to really go back and play Madden 97. So like those are kind of invalid um and not really iconic because it was just kind of everywhere
0: that was the one or
2: whatever and and, you know know, i'm making all all there's like well there's just like a list of all their sports games that we kind of just ignore right that though the playstation was a pretty sports heavy console so like just no one bring that to our attention we don't we don't care about those that's not that's not the audience they're looking for here
0: it, yeah, those it, there's, are still there it has Madden. to be some curation to it. It can't just be like, here are the 20 best-selling PlayStation games. That, there's more than that, too. Right. So,
2: Stefan, do you want to go and tell me, like, Tyler just told us that Symphony of the Night not being on there, I, I consider that a huge miss. What do you consider being a huge miss, giving our caveats that these aren't deep cuts, that this is, you know, we understand that it has to be curated and... And this is supposed to be a representative of the classic list. What do you what do you think? John, should we go over what the you...
0: list is first? Um No, okay.
2: <laughs> Sure.
1: Everyone knows. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I,
2: I I do assume everyone knows, but you're right. We should just Stefan, take us through the list real quick. Do that for me.
1: Da, 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 da. Okay. We got Battle Arena Toshinden. Boo. Cool Borders Two. Worse. Destruction Derby. Oh my god. Final Fantasy Seven. Yay. Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. The first one. Intelligence Cube. Huh? Jumping Flash. All right. right. Metal Gear Solid. Good. Mr. Driller. Um, Oddworld's Abe Odyssey, which is one of the ones that I would keep. Hooray. Rayman. Makes sense. Resident Evil Director's Cut. Yep. Revelations Persona. Why though? Ridge Racer Type 4. Okay. Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo. Um, siphon filter what no tekken 3 yep tom clancy's rainbow six no one wants that twisted metal okay makes sense and wild arms
2: uh ooh, i'm not wild about that
0: Sorry. all right johnny before we talk about what's missing you guys need to say what needs to not be on this list? Like, uh, okay, 100% obviously off the bat.
2: Uh, okay, so I, you and I both kind of broke it up into, into different categories of removal, right? Uh, I have three levels, I think you have four. I think our bottom is like the absolute trash that needs to come off. I what's think the absolute trash,
0: Johnny? What needs to be off this list Side for a hundred dollars? I'm gonna keep bringing this up. This thing's cost a hundred dollars.
2: Siphon Filter needs to go in the garbage. Tom Clancy needs to go in the garbage. Cool Borders, too. It's not that I even hate that game, but it just doesn't belong on here. Destruction Derby, the most head-scratching, maybe, of all the games on this list. And Wild Arms. Not because I even think Wild Arms is bad. I just think if you're going to put another RPG on here, you have three on here, this is not the one you pick.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like, who's sitting around going, you know what I really need to play? Wild Arms. You can also get it
2: on PSN. Like this, I mean, the person who was really dying for Wild Arms probably already did it. So, I mean, it was it was like a... It's not a bad RPG. It was, you know, purchased highly. Uh, you know, it's in like the top 100 best-selling games of all time. But there are a bunch of other better RPGs, in my opinion, above this game. So, I, that's why this is on my must-cut list. Just because there's better representation out there.
0: So, so I it, agree with... Uh, like, that's basically the bottom of my list. So, Destruction Derby... There's three of them. This is the first Destruction Derby. It's kind of a precursor to Flat Out, which is kind of a precursor to the modern Burnout games. It's so far in the past that I can't imagine many people are ever going to go on back to play this. It's kind of like how Driver's not on this list because we live in a world where Grand Theft Auto exists. So even though Driver's like the most iconic thing on the PlayStation, no one would ever go back to play the original Driver games. And then, yeah, cool borders. Siphon filter, you aim with the buttons. It doesn't even have analog support. Not that this thing has analog to begin with, but how... Same thing with uh, Rainbow Six. That's a PC game. These are shooters where you aim with buttons. Get... Come on, Sony.
2: Yeah, okay, Stefan, was anything on the bottom of your chat list different?
1: Yeah, um, Battle Arena Toshinden, um, I just—it's uh, just it. Okay, in an in an environment where you have a Tekken game already, like I just don't see why anyone would want to play that game over te- a Tekken title. And then Jumping Flash was kind of on the bottom of my list, just as I, I just wasn't aware that you know from from the aspect of you know these these big iconic games like Jumping Flash is not a bad game, but it's just. I, I don't see where it belongs on this list from an iconic standpoint. Like I n- no one ever thinks of the PlayStation and goes, "You know what? Jumping Flash." Jumping Flash is that iconic title that makes me think of this system. It's just I not mean, there.
2: It does have a sequel, Jumping Flash too. Uh, 2. Uh but it no.
0: only in Japan. Uh, Want to talk about it?
2: <laughs> I have uh three more. Like my this is my next phase of like games that like I don't understand. They're not trash, but I would definitely Probably pull them off. Like Ridge Racer Four or Type Four. Like I guess you could make an argument for, but I don't know why. I just think there's better options. Jumping well, Flash. So Ridge
0: and then- Racer, Sony, they love Ridge Racer. Remember I when Kazurai I went out there and he was like, Ridge Racer? They think people are freaking in love with it. So I know they, and it, they made it's a it's gonna bunch of, be like, on there, but it doesn't it need-
2: had a, it has a not for resale, like they've included it. I, I get it,
0: but it shouldn't be on
2: here. <laughs> Still shouldn't be on here.
0: It's a thirty frame per second racing game. We don't need any yep. of those
2: in the world. No, we sure don't. And then, like I said, jumping flash is also on like my second like caution level. Like, what are we doing here? And battle arena to Shinden. I'm like, I guess you could make an argument, but if I'm gonna have another fighting game, why isn't it Street Fighter? You gave me Tekken.
1: Thank why, you.
2: Why would you give me Battle Arena to Shinden? I'm like, what, what, what are we doing here, guys?
0: Like we've got we've got Street Fighter Alpha three that that could be, or we got Marvel vs. Capcom. Uh, Both of those I remember being much more popular than Battle Arena to Shinden.
1: Even if you wanted to just go like, if you wanted something super iconic for Alpha, like just okay, pick the first Alpha game that was a long box game. Like that, yeah, it was
2: classic. Like it was like said, it's in your long boxes. Like what do we do? And it's Battle not Rain like Capcom's
1: not
0: selling the Street Fighter license to whoever's buying. Like, we know they could get these <laughs> games.
2: Well, and it's not like there's not a bunch of Marvel versus Capcom games still on the PlayStation, right? What are we... What is going on? Like, what are we doing? This is so bad. So, anyways, that was where my, like, must cuts. And then I, I've got... If you guys have anything different, I, I have four games here that I think are, like, good games could theoretically belong on a classic system... Maybe, but I just think there's better choices. I don't think there. I don't think there's anything wrong with them, except that you should have just made a better
0: choice. So I think. So I went. I went deeper than this. Um, I said, "IQ, Jumping Flash, Mr. Driller, and Super Puzzle Fighter 2, They they're too deep of a cut. All those games don't need to be on a classic console. It doesn't matter. I know there are people who love like Puzzle Fighter, Mr. Driller. I personally love Jumping Flash. They're, they're, it, they, we don't need deep cuts on a classic system like that.
1: I agree. That's pretty much where I'm at. Up, same. I think the only one that I would even bother arguing against would be Super Puzzle Fighter, just because there's there's a audience for that game. Nope,
0: fuck puzzle I, games. I don't come to classic consoles for puzzle games except for Tetris. I agree. I
2: think, but they were trying to get a Tetris in there. But I I agree with Tyler that it's like a deep cut. Like, what are we doing? You show me, sh- you show me Street Fighter characters. And I don't get a Street Fighter game? <laughs>
1: are you kidding that, me? That is that is pretty weird, you're right. <laughs> so like, like,
2: what do we, what? No, you can't, don't show me Ken and Ryu and, uh, well, would you like to, would you like to play a puzzle game with them? No, no, I would not. I would like to fight with them.
0: It's... it's <laughs> I don't know anything about Puzzle Fighter. Is it the same as Pokemon Puzzle League? Why do I have those mixed up in my head? I don't know. I'm sorry. I know that, I know some people are way into the terrible. game. I've never it's like been a into it.
2: It's it's like a fine game. I, I
0: put some time into it. I enjoyed it,
2: but that's not that's not it. Okay, that's this is not it's not the place for it. If you need it but I can say like you can make the argument if you want to have a variety of games and you needed a puzzle game, okay, sure, maybe. But I you know, I don't know if there's a better puzzle game you could have picked. And I like, and then Intelligent Cube is on there too, but it's like what?
0: Johnny Jumping Anyways. Flash is historically important. I think it might be the first first-person platform game, like 3D. Maybe not. But who cares? I know who, who cares. cares? That's the, uh, yeah, who, who
2: cares? cares? <laughs> Unless your name is Mario, <laughs> then I like. I don't care about like it being the first platform. It just yeah, like, doesn't matter.
1: This this library is not strong enough to also carry games that are just important.
0: Right. Maybe If only there were some some more iconic platform games on the Sony PlayStation One. Oh, like what? Like maybe? <laughs> but no, no. Johnny, go to your your good inclusions that aren't top choices. We need to get through oh, this this big list of right. games so people know it's already on here.
2: Okay. So good include and <sighs> my good inclusions come with some caveats, just so you guys know. Twisted Metal. I don't like. I think that's good. It's classic. It's iconic. It's popular. I don't know if it's the best twisted metal game to be twisted I metal think, 1. so
0: it should it should be twisted metal 2 is what agreed. they should have. I would picked. agree.
1: Yeah, right. agreed.
0: Uh Tekken 3, I think that's
2: like a solid choice. So that shows they don't didn't need to just take the first one, so why take twisted metal 1 when you could have taken tech like when you chose like it. It wouldn't cost 3? them
0: anything. They it feels like they have to be holding back or something. There's no reason for them not to put twisted metal 2. Everyone wants to play twisted metal 2 over twisted metal 1. I don't get it.
2: Resident Evil Director's Cut That's a miss for me, even though I think it's a great inclusion having a Resident Evil. I think that's important. But why wasn't it Resident Evil 2? I know you have the remake coming out, but we've had a lot of remakes of Resident Evil 1. And I love, like, I have super fond memories and nostalgia for director's cut, or not director's cut, just like the first Resident Evil. So I get why it's on there. But I think 2 is the better game.
0: I think um, I think it should easily be two, but I still think it's a no brainer to have Resident Evil a Resident Evil game on there. Like right. I obviously I obviously don't like Resident Evil one that very much, but it's so you know people talk about it as much as they talk about two. I think
2: so. Rayman. Does anyone disagree that Rayman should be on there? I think that's like a good inclusion. Mm, solid. Yeah. Odd World. I thought that was like a good include. Like oh hooray! Okay. they realized Odd World is like one of their main games. Like good job. Metal Gear Solid. Perfect. Excellent Wait, are we? Choice. We're not.
0: Are we still in good inclusions? You don't think should have made the cut? I- I'm still in good. Oh, okay. There's no category above this, then. Where was Persona? No.
2: Was Persona below this? Per- yeah, Persona was in my. I-, I think it's good, but I don't. I think there's better choices out there. Yeah, I, okay. Yeah, okay. I, it, it's in my deep cut area. Okay. So, um, Grand Theft Auto again. I'm glad you included a Grand Theft Auto Sony, but did it need to be Grand Theft Auto One?
0: Everything that they included should have been the second game, like Grand Theft Auto yeah. Two, should have been the game, right? Yeah, all yeah.
2: the ones should have been twos. Uh, well, except for Final Fantasy Seven, which it's correct that it's Final Fantasy Seven and not eight.
1: Could have been nine or nine. No, I would have, no, I would no, have no. accepted seven nine, is, but eight is awful.
2: Yeah, well, like what seven the is the one. Seven <laughs> is the iconic one. It's the most iconic out of all of them. Nine is one that people like want to argue, like they're like the, nine is like the hipster answer. Um, so don't don't just throw out 9. But 7, like, from a marketing standpoint, 7 is the one you needed.
1: Yeah, So good
2: sure. job. And, I mean, Final Fantasy 7 is the reason I bought a PlayStation. The end. Full stop. That's it. So perfect that that's included. Everything else outside of that is, like, a question mark. Final Fantasy 7 is, like, my only... That and, like, Metal Gear Solid are the only ones I have zero caveats about. I mean, I guess Rayman and Oddworld... But like those are just uh, lesser tier games to me than um, your Metal Gear Solid and your Final Fantasy VII.
0: So I, as my like my five like absolutely rock solid ones, I put I would say Final Fantasy, Metal Gear Solid, Resident Evil, Tekken Three, and then I'd also put Rayman just because uh, Rayman is the least PlayStation of all of those. But it, I think it's the best 2D platformer on the system, and the system that really doesn't have a lot of 2D platformers. And it's just it's so hardcore, it's such an excellent game that it's got to be there. It doesn't feel PlayStation because after i think everyone played it on playstation first but that series has just been ported to literally everything ever especially rayman 2 so it kind of feels like it's everywhere true like if you didn't have that
2: then i would have accepted like croc or something as your platformer
0: yeah were you looking through you were looking through those sales numbers list and you were like croc sold three million copies no i actually had croc oh okay yeah. Wait, you had well, it as I a like, kid, or you have it like as a game you would put? I on the didn't PlayStation? have
2: PlayStation until I was an adult, so <sighs> I had it as an adult and liked it.
0: Okay, I've got I got two more things to say. So this was our whole list of twenty games that we went through in haphazard order here. <laughs> um, Persona. The only reason they're including Revelations Persona is because of the popularity of Persona three through five. So it doesn't feel right like it was a cult hit back in the day, but it's like that's not playstation you don't think of the first persona game when you think playstation you think of you think of persona 3 when you think of playstation 2 but i don't know that that seems like a really weird thing to kind of try to shoehorn into history am i crazy there yeah. or was it more popular no, than i remember no, I, no because
1: agree. because absolute truth time before today i thought that franchise originated on the ps2 mm.
2: well, oh so.
0: there you go and then also uh i think i'm wrong about this one because i actually did see that grand theft auto 2 was one of the best-selling ps1 games I thought Grand Theft Auto was mainly a PC franchise. Did a lot of people uh, play that on consoles? Yeah, no, Grand Theft Auto, I didn't even know it was on the PC. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. I mean, I
2: knew, like, GTA Five was, like, down the line, but initially I, it was all, like, PlayStation to me.
0: Okay. Well, it was all PC to me. I didn't even know it was on PlayStation back in the day. <laughs> all right. Well, okay. then so, that's not an so issue. So, let's,
2: let's, we, your first miss, and I think everyone's first miss, the world's first miss Uh, the like hailed as you know the number one playstation game of all time on several lists is castlevania symphony of the night we talked a little bit about that already so like why isn't it here uh we don't need to keep going back over that but huge miss what are some other misses go ahead and stefan now we're back to that part of the podcast stefan tell me like give me your first miss
1: just this is almost just sort of a. It is going to be a little bit more nostalgia, but it was a long box game, and I really enjoyed it as a kid. And for me, it really personified the console it was Warhawk. Um, I disagree. It, the fuck are you I, talking I, about? There's I love that game. Spots. I am allowed to love that game. Where, but that's, that's not, not what we this just, podcast that's is about. The
2: criteria. <laughs> we specifically said that. Uh, no deep cuts. No, no, no like how is how is a
1: long box game a deep cut? It, Warhawk is the 402nd
0: best-selling game according to VG Charts, which I understand is not accurate, but that's low on the list.
2: Yeah, that's like right. a, yeah, that's no, no,
1: Stefan. All right, I'll, all right, I'll give you another one. All uh, right, how try about again? How about how about any Tomb Raider? Any all other. right, there, there you go,
2: Stefan. <laughs> Softball, there you go. Yes, <laughs> any Tomb Raider is the correct answer. Any Tomb Raider, even Last Revelation would be all right. Holy don't shit, don't even what joke. Happened? it's better than zero tomb raiders zero say that with me zero tomb raiders is there like isn't laura croft and crash bandicoot like two of the icons of the system aren't they basically the fucking mascots
0: how are they both not here it doesn't make any sense and it should be tomb raider 2 for the record but it doesn't matter because you just need that logo on the box and even like, it's just for those people who are just going to boot it up for five seconds and be like, huh, man, this really sucked back in the day. Anyway, back to the modern Tomb Raider, because that's all they want to do. And it's for need- sale. You could buy the Tomb Raider games. They're out there. They're still making them.
2: Okay, I need to go for two seconds. I'll be right back.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Hey, you don't like my Warhawk,
0: Tyler? Uh, no, Warhawk was a a, a dumb pick I, in a world a where we were game. saying we we're picking the it's most iconic game. PlayStation franchise. game. It's franchises. a good game.
1: It- it is iconic. It's a fucking long box game. What, does the, the average person doesn't even know what a long box game is.
0: Well, the average person isn't listening to this podcast either. We're not making a product for the person listening to this podcast. If, then we would go back to a bunch of 2D platformers and shooting games that people would want to play today. No one wants to play Parappa the Rapper today. They just think they want to play Parappa the
1: Rapper today. That's fair.
0: Oh, man. Nice. No one ever agrees with me on that.
1: No. No. Remember parappa was on my uh on my um list when we did the draft oh yeah
2: it was i probably gave you shit about that did you guys just
0: continue recording and pretend
2: like i was still here
0: uh no i had a side conversation but now we're probably just going to keep it
1: in
2: okay but yeah i agree with parappa the rapper like we talked a little
1: bit more about warhawk that's all incorrect still wrong
0: (laughs) all right johnny actually i want to go over a list of games that basically can't be included because they have either very recently been remade or are about to be remade and that doesn't mean that they shouldn't be included uh i just want to point out that these are missing probably because they're about to be remade or have been remade
2: no i I disagree with that i I think the marketing is like the market segment is entirely different i disagree with it too
0: but they're not here and this is the reason they're not here
2: but the nest classic like the nest classic proved like Look, there's two different segments. Like, look who was out there, like, fighting for NES classics, okay? Sure, a lot of us collectors and uh, hardcore nerds, but it was moms out there that were fighting. Like, dads, people who said, oh, man, I love Nintendo. I haven't seen this thing in 20 years, blah, blah, blah. You know, that those were the people who were out there, people who hadn't picked it up, and that's, like, who you're trying to get here, so you're not getting those with the remakes. I don't care that you just put the the Crash Insane Trilogy on every stupid system available. That doesn't matter. Those people, they're not... Those are PS4 people. Those aren't the necessarily... You're going to get crossover, but that's not necessarily the main group that you want behind this thing.
1: And besides, we just led with Symphony of the Night, and that was, you know... So, just But that Symphony
2: wasn't... It. And look, I've got a bone, because that was not remade, okay? That's a shitty port of the Vita one, okay? I mean, it's not necessarily the worst but it's it's lazy it's a lazy ass port
0: i mean that that Super makes lazy. almost more sense to me like all right i, I mean no it doesn't because it's literally the best game on the playstation to not have Symphony the Night is freaking ridiculous but okay they just re- released it retail konami doesn't want to sell simply not right now. retail Fine. it was
2: ten dollars it was ten dollars for a double pack
0: that you download it's in the twenty dollars ten dollars is just simply the night ps1 oh. classic but whatever okay crash and spyro those aren't even the same games like crash the the new one, like it saves after every level or stuff. Like it's an easier game. It's it's slightly different, and it's different enough to the point where, unless Crash Bandicoot is on the Insane Trilogy, I don't know if it is. Does anyone know if it is? People yeah. want to play the original in addition to playing the remake. And Resident Evil That's Two true. doesn't even look remotely similar to what real Resident Evil Two looks like. That looks like is basically no. Resident Evil Five, but in the Resident Evil Two universe. Right. No, there, there's
2: like I said, the remake. It's not a good argument to me. There's just. This list I mean, I'm is not so saying baffling. it's an argument.
0: I'm just saying, like Parappa is the other one. Parappa was just remade on the PS4, and uh, Mega Man X4. I think a lot of people would say that's an iconic PlayStation game. But those Mega Man Legacy collections keep getting. What about Mega Man Legends? Just put it on Mega
2: Man. Le- put yeah. Mega Man Legends in instead, because that's, that's, that's like a I classic
0: PlayStation. So
1: or. Uh, Or if you wanted to be a little bit more fan service, you'd go with like Tron Bon or something.
2: Right. Something like if you want, if you want like your weird deep cut, but that's again, you only have 20 games and you've already done a really bad job. So there's not room for things like that. Like I have my, if they would have had room for this game, like I think is a much better game that you wanted people to play, but didn't like kind of like the Star Fox two inclusion. Like you didn't get to play this, but maybe you should have uh, is in the hunt. For the PlayStation. Yep. It was also on the Saturn uh, by the people who made Metal Slug. It's an excellent game. Go check it out. And it actually runs better on the PlayStation, which is weird because it's a 2D sprite-based game. And it's better on the PlayStation than it is on the Saturn. Less slowdown.
0: It's very yeah, confusing a, that I, that's true. I disagree. No, we were, in the hunt? Come on. Come on. In no,
1: the man, hunt? We were come on. We were talking about this before the show, and and this is absolutely on my my big miss list too. Well, yeah, it's but right that's, next to that's Warhawk my like if list. there
2: was room inclusion, that's not yeah. This is my if we had room inclusion, but not not anything
1: beyond that. I mean, if we had room Warhawk, but you know,
2: <laughs> no, no one, no, you were the only one who's like, man, I really feel like it's a miss that Warhawk wasn't on that. You guys know Warhawk, and Tyler and I both went, nope. What's Warhawk?
1: No, I'm gonna get support. I'm gonna get DMs, and I'm gonna paste. No, DM I chat. I see Warhawk every time I go to uh,
0: my game store. It's in the two ninety nine and under PlayStation games. Buy one get one free.
1: I'm very familiar yeah, with it the made cover so many because it sold so well.
2: No, it's because no one gives a shit about that game. Yeah, let, let's move on. Um, Tyler, you want to give us another game that should have been on there? So our like big ones are like Castlevania, Spyro, uh, any Crash Bandicoot game, any Tomb Raider game. What else? I mean, we said
0: para rapper, uh, parappa. Um, yeah. Uh, so I'm looking. I'm looking at footage of Warhawk. It looks like Terminal Velocity on PC. It looks like garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Gran Turismo Johnny. It's it's not only the first best selling game on the PlayStation. It's the third best selling game on the PlayStation. Gran Turismo two, and they didn't include either of them because they have licensed soundtracks. I don't care. It's a hundred dollars. For $100, you Turn have off to the put music that and put the Turismo game on Turismo logo there. on that box.
2: Gran Turismo has, they have shoes for it that have PlayStation logos on it? Like, what are we doing? It's like, come on. Not Gran Turismo? Not Gran Turismo?
0: Uh, figure out the licensing. Figure it out. I think there's a Rob Zombie song in, like, Dragula. It's either in GT1 or GT2. Like, go give Rob Zombie 10 cents per stupid thing you sell. And get Dragula. I don't know. it.
2: I mean, they're Sony, they own music licenses. They could have appended like There would a big be like if we conglomerate
0: Wii, if the Wii Classic came out and it didn't have Wii Sports. And it's like people want to play Wii Sports, they don't have to play Wii Sports anymore. But if it came out without Wii Sports, you'd be like, "What the fuck? What are they doing?" Yeah, it you're like it should just be there. Like it or lump it. It should be there. And I don't even want to play it again, because, again, back to 30 FPS racing games. We don't need to go back to it, but it needs to be there as a logo on the box, as a lot of these current games there seem to exist only to put another logo on the box. Destruction Derby 1.
2: Ugh. <laughs> uh, uh, such a bad choice. It's, it's my it's my number one worst choice on, on there. Stefan, do you have a reasonable inclusion that should have been on there that isn't like a weird game?
1: Uh, I think I mentioned it earlier. Um And well, yeah, I, I can we can talk about Street Fighter Alpha 3. Yes, um, good choice. That was or or even, I mean, back to the any of them would have been fine. Street the first Street Fighter Alpha was a long box game, it's iconic, and and all three of them are fine. Long box like games are they're... not
0: iconic. Let me get that out of the way again. They're not.
2: Yeah, I, I don't, you could like. I know people want to equate them in the same breath as black box games. They don't hold the same weight because they're such garbage. No one even like you can't even keep those boxes together. doesn't really matter. The point is a Street Fighter Alpha game should have been on there. Right, guys?
0: I wouldn't get rid yes, of Tekken we all Because yep. Tekken is, seems way more PlayStation-y to me. I, mean, I think Street Fighter Alpha oh, and, 3 is something that would have just made my personal cut. But Tekken 3 is the Tekken series in general is so important. Not only to gaming, but, but to me personally, because it's one of the games that really brought 60 FPS into the mainstream. I'm not taking
2: Tekken out. Yeah, I'm saying this should yeah. also be in there. Yeah, right. Like,
1: yeah, I, uh, d- I, d- I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a 2D fighter and a 3D fighter compete for a spot. That's
2: no, like silly. I would just take Battle Arena Toshinden out and put a Street Fighter there.
0: Fixed, fix that slot for you. There, d- guys. That's it. That one fix, and then the whole thing is just nice. Looks a lot better.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot better.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, and then I take Cool Borders 2
2: out and, like, argue with me if you will, but a Tony Hawk game, preferably Pro Skater 2, needs yep. to be there. Yep. See you later, Cool Borders 2. Hello, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. If you want a boarding game,
0: <laughs> yeah, the, how about, that's the how boarding about game. Pro
2: Skater 2? Yeah, not Cool Borders. Sorry, PlayStation. That is incorrect. So I'm going to just go ahead and fix that slot for you. Destruction Derby. I'm gonna slot in Crash Bandicoot, Intelligent Cube, uh, Grand Turismo, Jumping Flash becomes Tomb Raider, Mister Belt Driller just becomes Crash Bandicoot. Then the le- now your list is starting to look like something good.
0: Uh, so another uh. thing we haven't talked about: one of the best-selling PlayStation games would be competing for a spot in the same genre is Silent Hill. I think yeah. of when I think PlayStation, I think of Silent Hill One, and. I know it's basically the same exact game as Resident Evil 2, which I also think should be on here. But uh, I would, I would still put them both in there. I would put Resident Evil 2 above it in a slot. So I would put Resident Evil 2 as like that. You definitely must have Resident Evil 2, and then Silent Hill's like the soft. You must have this. How How about we just take out
2: Persona, and put in Silent Hill?
0: No one's like keeping track of it without like a that? visual representation of what's going on. I will. I mean, I will do this. I will. I will put up my
2: list and my suggested yeah. my suggested uh, fixes, and you guys can look. Boom. All of a sudden, the list gets a lot better. Siphon Filter. Guys, anyone want to argue for Siphon Filter? Why that argue. should not just be any other game on the list? What's
0: another game? Um, What's another? Uh, I would put classic. Well, I don't know, Johnny. What's? Do we want to go well, over here, what the list what is? Do we, so do we basically agree on the first 13 games on this list? Maybe we can pick a different uh, entry in each yeah. franchise, but want to go over what is like 100% rock solid PlayStation?
2: Yeah, no, I agree with that, and I agree with, I don't agree with 14, but I agree with the franchise, I agree, yeah, with just go through the I agree with 15, and I agree with 16. Stefan, do you agree with all of them? Yeah.
1: Yes, I do. All right,
0: Stefan, what are the first 13 games that are going to be on our PlayStation 1 Classic?
1: Castlevania Symphony of the Night, Metal Gear Solid, Final Fantasy VII, Resident Evil 2, Tekken 3, Gran Turismo 2, Tomb Raider 2, Crash Bandicoot, Spyro the Dragon, Silent Hill, Rayman, Twisted Metal 2, Parappa the Rapper.
0: That list yeah. alone is better than all 20 games that they I will take. I will take
2: that 13 over all 20 that they gave me. You can have the other seven.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I said those are must-haves, and then I put the other ones as variety picks, and I think we'll all have something different there. Yeah. Uh, I think we all yeah. we most of us agree me and Johnny agree on Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 that's got to be in there. I think we all agree Grand Theft Auto 2 that's kind of yeah, you got to have a, a, a really GTA good one to be in, in, in there. there. Yeah. yeah. It's yep. such a unique genre especially at the time. And uh me and Johnny I know we agreed on Klonoa Door to Phantomile. Yep. So that's for two reasons. One uh cuz platformers are cool and they always hold up really well. But two that would be the game that you put on there that's like Earthbound on the SNES classic. Where yeah. it's, like, this expensive game that people know about, and they're like, oh, that's so cool that they're putting that, like, kind of deep-cut expensive game in there. And that's my, like, one pick where I would do that.
1: Yeah, that's why I I kind of rallied for Tron Bond for that.
0: Yeah, and Tron, Tron Bon would be another good one to do that with, right?
1: Yep, yeah, I, I agree. That's kind of a
2: flex plot for me. Okay, and then I don't agree. Like, you have Harvest Moon on your list. I don't agree with that. I think Harvest Moon is just over too many different systems and I don't think of PlayStation when I think of Harvest Moon. I instead and you can you guys can fight me on this one, but I would put uh Medieval on there.
1: I'm not going to fight you on that. It's a good game. It's
0: okay, a okay, good John, game. Let me let it, me fight you here. Let's classic, talk about uh, which sure. of these franchises are exclusive to the PlayStation. Castlevania, Metal Gear Solid, Final Fantasy Resident I'm not Evil, I'm <laughs> like, not saying Raider. it has to be exclusive, I but I
2: but you when I think of Castlevania as one of the best Castlevania games, I think of Symphony of the Night. When I think of the best Harvest Moon game, I think none.
0: I don't <laughs> like I just that's, you just hate Harvest Moon. I, I think I Back just to don't Nature is one of the games, but like. I don't. I think that's you like you think a top back three to Harvest Moon. Is it? I don't. But is that like a is
2: that a top three like franchise? Castlevania is like a top ten video game franchise it's a pillar
0: of the video game franchise it's, it's, for vari- it's not I, the best it's, it's for the variety it's a I life simulator yeah, but i just, just
1: don't i don't i don't see someone sitting down and playing a life simulator on this console that's right
0: i think that would just be what's terrible that stupid game that's real popular right now stardew valley they're, they're gonna be like oh man let me try what stardew valley used to be no
1: they're just gonna say hey right, fine, i should whatever. be i should be playing stardew valley that's exactly how that's gonna go
0: so that's the same thing okay, with tomb like raider said, no one <laughs> wants to actually play through tomb raider 2 but tomb raider is
2: iconic and it and it is classically playstation and hardware of those things as
0: long as we all agree on those first 13 i don't care about the rest yeah. of the shit tomb raider is also so, a
1: finite experience like so yeah
2: i i agree that a Mega Man should be on there you have that as number 14 i don't know if that like you could well, slide these aren't in any Mega Man, me, or, right like Mega Man x4 Sure, I, I I picked Mega Man Legends, but we're just splitting hairs, really.
0: I don't know anything Mega about Man the Mega Man Legends there. games, but I think they're three D, so I assumed that they would be a little bit janky. But that's all I know yeah. about Mega
2: Man Legends. Oh no, like I don't think they're good. But we're talking about getting the logo on the box, right? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Right. I just want a Mega Man. Lo- I want something to help sell the system. So if it can be X Four, I'd prefer an X game. But if we can get you know any Mega Man, that's the right thing to do. The only other one, you said Einhinder. I I wouldn't fight you too much on Einhinder. I just don't know if if that's the one people really think of. I would probably put like Crash Team Racing on there instead.
0: I already think that racing games are not a thing you really want to go back and play. So I'd keep it to just Gran Turismo, personally. I really wanted a shooter on there. The PlayStation has a lot of good shooters. And I learned today that two of my favorites didn't come out in the U.S., even though I thought they did. Uh, So my real pick for that slot would be Don Patchy. But I learned today that only came out in Japan. Um, and I think Einhander is is one that people talk about, especially back in like the mid-2000s when people were talking about uh, pricey PlayStation games. Like Einhander was always kind of up there in like the $50 range, even when PlayStation games were completely worthless. So it's just, I just feel like it's a game people, you know, talk about. I don't like any shooters with 3D elements besides like Ikaruga and Radiant Silver Gun. Yeah, I, look, I,
2: I think there's like a lot of cool Japanese shooters you could have put on there. In, in that kind of range i think like if you're going to do this i would have liked them to do 21 games and like put a cool game that maybe people have never heard of from japan like that would be fun uh my pick for like w- my my super out there pick would have been like harmful park or something, yeah, there's something some guy awesome. shouting a screen,
0: like put harmful park on there put lsd on there put lsd as the corner of the playstation box people will love it moms will love it
2: Right. I, I mean, but if you want to be like, this is a cool thing you never got to play or only heard about, like, oh, man, I heard about this Japanese game that I never got to play. You know, that that's like Shin and Punishment Eniki. on the N64. Is- <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, th- I think that's it, right? We, we sum this up by saying this list that they gave us is a mess. There was a lot of better choices. At $100, this is kind of a fail and a not buy for us collectors are still going to buy it. they're still going to put it on their shelves i would say just for our audience just, you know if you if you get one as a gift don't be mad maybe you can mod it but i don't know if you're just plugging it like i leave like you guys know i leave my nes classic plugged in and i swap my super nintendo and my nes classic out of that slot i'm not putting the playstation mini there there's just no reason for me to do so
0: and the NES Classic and SNES Classic, like, Collector's Quest was a thing when those were announced and came out, and you definitely didn't have an episode like this when those came out.
2: No, we we talked about what a win they were. We're like, oh my god, this is amazing. We did our list, uh, Kat and I did our list for Super Nintendo. We said, we think a Super Nintendo Classic would be awesome right after they released an NES Classic, and we said, these are the games we would put on there. We, like, reasoned it out, and we got, like, almost all of them right because it was kind of obvious like we didn't we didn't do the crazy thing and be like let's pick what we think our favorite games or the best rpgs we picked what we thought would best accompany the audience and if i was doing the playstation list i would have gotten most of them wrong which is weird to me
0: yeah yeah and then even with the with the snus classic they're like here's everything that you would have want like 100 and then also you know Star Fox 2 that was on no one's list oh what's up we're nintendo we can do whatever we want yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah and everyone was like hooray star fox 2 and then people fought
2: whether now it's part of the set like if you had to have that to have the super nintendo set yeah. that's what like that's great people are like oh god is there any way we can put the playstation 1 classic away so we don't have to talk about it in the ps1 set anymore like ooh. uh i am curious if the japanese list is different
1: i heard it's, that it is i could that's what i was looking did some Time looking for it, and I I couldn't find it. But I I heard that there's a couple more RPGs on there that we didn't get.
0: Yeah, it's got Ark the Lad, and it has G Darius, and I know it has G Darius because I would never played G Darius, and I looked it up, and it looks freaking awesome.
2: Yeah, but you you can play G Darius on uh on PlayStation. Oh, yeah, on. I know.
0: I'm just yeah. saying, like, man, that looks way cooler than a bunch of the games that we got in America. Well, I mean, there was a bunch of sweet working design games you could have put on mm-hmm. there, too. Like,
2: yeah. Lunar didn't make it on there. It was, like, a RPG. Like, everyone knows the big Lunar box. But, you know, that's still a little obscure, so I didn't, like, throw that out there. I would have, if we were going for another RPG, I would have said, like, Dragon Warrior 7. Yeah, Dragon
0: was, like, Warrior 7 on my list. Just Xeno if Gears. If
1: I'm putting an RPG fine. on
0: my list, like, willingly, like, there, there's a problem with the RPGs you picked. <laughs> um, yeah.
1: Right, Chrono Cross would Japan. Have been
0: on my list. Japan's got like Devil Dice on here, Gradius, Gaiden, Parasite Eve. Yeah, is uh, one that we didn't get. That's weird. Oh, thought...
2: yeah, Parasite Eve's here. That's weird that they chose Parasite Eve. I like that game a lot. Anyways, so uh, yeah, that's that's it. Any last thoughts on uh, PlayStation Classic guys before we move on?
0: Nope. Oh, man, nope. This, is, cool. this is my this is my time to shine. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I'm sweating. <laughs> <laughs> nope, Tyler. It's over. I don't like. The first odd world game. Okay. That's Bye guys. Nice. All right. It's been nice being uh, on the right. show. Get the hell out.
2: <laughs> so the second half of the show, we're gonna do what are we buying, what are we playing? But um let's do the Portland uh the Portland edition, right? Where we because we were all there. We got to see a bunch of people. Shout out to everyone that came up and saw me. And there were so many people that I forgot their names. I tried to do as many as I could in the post, but look, I failed, I punted. Uh, just specifically, there was a guy who came up and hung out with us a little bit and I can't remember his name. He's talked to me before. I've seen him at other shows. He's, he's got a beard and kind of like close cropped hair to talk to me and you Tyler. Anyways, shout out to you, friend. I know you listen to the show, but I can't remember your name right now. And all the people
0: that know Johnny, that I was also in the vicinity when you guys were talking, that was great. It was nice to see you guys. One day I'll, I'll learn your names and maybe have a conversation of my own with you. Oh, my God, Tyler, you had plenty of conversations. (laughs) I know,
1: I know. I was pleasantly surprised at how many people came up and talked to us because they recognized the show versus, like, looking for merch. Like, you know, we were selling games, too, but it was really cool when people actually walked up and was like, hey, I'm a really big fan of the podcast. That was really cool.
2: Yep, it is always nice when we hear that. Uh, So thank you to everyone who came out. Sorry we didn't have, like, it was pretty last minute. And if you talked to me for any length of time, you knew that I was... Not flying home, really. I was flying right out to another work conference. So I didn't bring our banner. I didn't bring our buttons. We weren't fully represented. We weren't in the main hall. We were kind of off in this little side hall, which wasn't great. But uh, we still did pretty well, and and we had a good time. So let's now talk, though, about uh, what we bought and what we played while we were there. Tower, you want to go?
0: Do you want to talk about, like, what's up with the Portland Retro Gaming Expo? And why are there these vendors who just, like, take boxed games and stack them 20 high and they mix in all these like absolute junk games with their good stuff. W- what are you doing? Take out like those crushed boxes at the bottom, take out all of the Madden games, take out every game that has more than like a moderate gouge and just put them in a junk bin for a dollar. I, I don't know. There was a lot of digging that I felt was unnecessary at Portland. Yeah. But
2: that, that goes, I mean, that's just, that's just vendor criticism. But what did you buy? Yep.
0: All right, fine. We don't want to talk about part of <laughs> that. Was a, um, that was no. A, wait, we
1: can let's that was a real weird tangent.
2: Let's, <laughs> yeah, right. let's let's yeah, What's we can talk about our criticism after that. Like
0: we'll give some criticism. No, I'm cutting uh, of I'm cutting show. that, Johnny. Don't well, worry about it.
2: Uh okay. No, you're not. You're leaving it Okay, go on.
0: Uh I on the last day, like the last thing I bought before I bought before I walked out, that I can't believe I missed because I went over every vendor's booth like probably ten times. Uh a complete inbox Ninja Gaiden three uh, it's in great shape, and it was 140 bucks, which is slightly less than like average ones sell for on eBay. So I was extremely happy with that guy in the middle who told everyone that he's not a vendor and had the best prices at the show by far. And I don't remember your name. Shout out to that guy, Gamers Life Booth. Sure, I don't know. He's a bald guy, I think.
2: Oh no, I I don't know which one that was.
0: Uh, I, th- I got. I mean, I got a bunch of like uh, uh loose ColecoVision Vision games. So the The other thing I backed on Kickstarter is the Collector Vision Phoenix, which is an FPGA, ColecoVision, and Atari 2600 that does not have enough backers right now and realistically is not going to meet its funding goal. But I really, really want an FPGA, Atari 2600. I don't even care about ColecoVision that much. Uh, So, everyone, all of our listeners, if all of us band together and spend $200 on a brand new ColecoVision slash Atari, we can make this happen. It's not happening. You can plug an SNES controller into it. So, all right. Nope. Not uh, happening. Sorry. I got Pocky and Rocky one and I didn't get a great price on it. So we're not going to talk about the price on that. Uh, I got a complete in box SOS on SNES. The, uh, the bubbly one, because it wasn't that much more than the carts are going for. I don't know. uh, What's the difference between those? One has the bubbly yellow text and one looks like grim, dark and blue. I got the bubbly yellow one.
1: Yeah. They're totally different games. That's what's the difference. I, well, yeah, but is
0: there, are they just both called SOS? Is one called SOS Saber? One, one is called
2: Sink or Swim. No, yeah, one is, no, uh, one is yeah. Sink or Swim. And then the other one is just SOS.
0: And then I got a, I got a complete Super Castlevania 4, which I'm excited about because I love that game. And I bought the first seven Worlds of Power books because I saw a big lot of Worlds of Power books. And I'm like, oh, I read those. And I bought it. And I'm like, all right. I remember reading the Shadowgate one like ten times as a kid. And Shadowgate's not one of the first seven books, so now I gotta go buy the Shadowgate one too. Oh man, I didn't know you bought those. Uh, I did. I didn't get them at Portland. I bought them on eBay, but it was more wow. interesting uh. than most of the stuff I bought at Portland. You want to talk about like okay. the NES homebrews I bought or like the Atari games I got signed? I know nope. you're real interested in that. Nope. Okay, Stefan, go ahead. What'd you buy?
1: <laughs> a bunch of little tchotchke stuff, but the uh, the big ones were I got the. Finally got the variant box for Zombies Ain't My Neighbors, the the, the Mexican variant. Uh, we actually talked about this on one of our recent Halloween episodes for rare games, um, but uh, it was it's pretty much the only Super Nintendo item that I've been really hunting for for a little while. And uh, I think at, what was it, Johnny? Was it last year's Portland or the year before? Uh, there was one that sold for like super cheap in the opening minutes, and I got real bitter and. Uh, you were not half as bitter as I was. <laughs> yeah, because you you like you hate bought a copy that day or something, right?
2: Uh, no, I I waited about six months and then got a really good price on okay. it. Okay,
1: but uh, that's what I do, right? But uh, so yeah, so I finally got a a copy of that. That was awesome. Um, I got around forty and sixty-four titles, which, by the way, as of today, I completed my cart-only North American N sixty-four set, so I never have to look at those again. Boo!
0: No one applaud. Yeah,
1: please, please, no one, no one applaud for me. I'm just happy I never have to look at them ever again. What else did I get? Oh, and uh, J-Rob and Cyphic, shout out to those guys, had... Gamers Life booth. Yeah, had some real good deals on some top-end uh, Sega Saturn stuff. Uh, Mega Man X4, some of the working designs things, uh, Virtual Fighter Remix. So I, I picked up a bunch of those, nine or ten titles from them. And uh, Oh, and then I bought a, <laughs> a copy of Castlevania for the SNES uh, that had survived a house fire. And, uh, was this supposedly very, very sad, <laughs> bought a car. copy
0: that someone burned with a blowtorch and we're like, this isn't nope. a house fire. Nope. It's house fire.
1: $1. Yep.
2: No, because it, it, I mean, it has to be a house fire because why would you take less money on it?
0: <laughs> right. I don't, I don't know. Maybe the top was already screwed up and they think it's funny to put these out in the world. Like people who donate fake stadium events to Goodwill.
1: It was the uh, the best piece of guerrilla marketing our table ever had because I just sat it on our table and everybody came over and was like, "What the hell's wrong with that cart?" And then all of a sudden, they're looking at. Yeah, you
2: totally distracted everybody from the games that they should have
0: been yeah. looking at. and they, looked
1: they at that bought them. They bought them. No, they did I'm, not. I'm telling not you, from yeah, your cart. no, yep, totally did. Johnny, no, you sold a
0: Musha. Come on. I yep. did
2: sell Musha to the Gamer's Life booth.
0: Listening to other podcasts, like, your Musha is one of the specific games that came up. People were like, oh, yeah, there was there was one Musha in that room. And it's like, oh, the cheapest Musha was in that room. So people saw yeah, that Cheapest, cheapest and in best Cheapest condition. and nicest. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Um, all right. Uh, I guess I can go. Yeah, I sold a bunch of stuff that was, like, the highlight, I guess, for me. Uh, making money. Because that's every time I do that, I always just take that whole stack and then usually... Spend it all at a convention, but I had to be a little bit conservative because I was traveling, so I couldn't go blow all of my money. But I did get some good stuff. Uh, Again, back to Gamer's Life booth. They hooked me up with a Fighting Street and a Parasol Stars box for TurboGrafx-16, so that was awesome, and that's what I bought from them. Also a Tailspin uh, for the Game Gear, so cool. Shout out to Air Force Shields
0: for that. Is that a good game? I'm sorry for mocking Tailspin. Is that like higher-end Game Gear stuff?
2: No, it's just, like, cool. I like getting the Disney stuff, so I was okay. excited to see a Woo, tailspin, tailspin box. Woo, yeah.
0: All right, yeah. I'm back to I my got Zero, on that.
2: It's got to be better than the Zero Anya the one. Kamikaze Squirrel, yeah. So we all like Zero the Kamikaze Squirrel on Genesis Complete, so happy to re-put that in the collection. Cosmic spacehead, uh, Granada X, or X-Granada X, or just Granada, if you will. Uh, Exodus for the Sega Genesis as well. I bought a weird thing, Mad Panic Coaster. I showed that on my Instagram feed already. I got Contra, The Adventure, which is terrible, but I needed it for PlayStation. And then I got a bunch of manuals, which I was pumped to get. So many manuals. Yeah, I got like 60 manuals. The whole time, Tyler's like, God, are you still looking at manuals? Are you looking at manuals again? Just all the time at manuals. It's my favorite thing to buy at conventions, and it's my favorite thing to sell at conventions. Especially because you take them home and they already have a spot in your box. You don't have to figure out where to put them or how to organize them. It's just like, oh, they go right
0: here. The end. Done. It seems like the easiest thing to find that would be incorrectly priced at like a vendor at a convention. Because like those Genesis manuals, they're like half the value of those complete games sometimes. And you could find them, you know, and like, oh, all these are $3. I don't know. Yeah, and that's like still with some of the Genesis stuff that I'm now missing. Because if we haven't said, I
2: did sell my Genesis set, bought most of it back, missing like 20 games. Some of them are high-end. If I can buy a box and cart version for like a third or half of what a complete copy goes for, I do that and I hope at a convention that I will just find the manual for less than that amount, for less than that
0: difference. And so far that's been working out. So that's just been something I've been trying out. Johnny, I think I might have more Genesis games than you, which is something I probably thought I would never say in my life. Well, how many Genesis games do you have? I think I have six hundred ninety right now. I still have over seven hundred. Oh well, your variants don't count. Unique Genesis games. (laughs) Okay, yeah, you might have more, more than you know. What you know? What Johnny, you have more Genesis homebrew than I do.
2: I do. If you want to count, if you want to count those, I have like another thirty.
0: Oh, that's just disgusting.
2: I know. There's some really good ones.
0: <laughs> oh mummy, oh mummy yeah, you could play oh mummy at Portland Retro Gaming Expo on Intellivision.
2: Yeah, buddy. I also have repros, so I, I, you know, I usually count repros and homebrews in the same breath. But that's not correct. I was um, I was just
0: talking to someone today about. Why people don't care about homebrew games is because people look at like AliExpress carts and like hacks and homebrews is all just the same thing. They're all just garbage, just made in China. They like don't understand that homebrew are like these lovingly yeah. handcrafted things made by one dude. It's all just, just garbage. minimizing
2: somebody's effort. A- Yo, also, I mean, Tyler, there's a lot of garbage
0: homebrew out there too, so that's why.
2: You should mention that you got a Mister Do complete in box for a very good price, thirty one
0: dollars. Well. In fact. Uh, I was, I was like, wondering if I should pay 50 for a cart. I'm like, maybe I can just get him down to 40. Basically pay what it's worth. It's a real nice cart. And then I just send Johnny Ayuchi out into the world. And he's like, yo, there's this Mr. Do complete. It's nice for 45 bucks. And I'm like, wow, all right, buy that. And he comes back and he's like, it, it was 30 bucks. So, I don't know. Johnny Ayuchi, he's yeah. got away with words. And he said he used his social capital on that. So, thank you, Mr. Johnny Ayuchi, for... Negotiating actually,
2: for me. Thank the Gamers Live booth uh, for always hooking us up with deals. For so sure. Thank those guys. So, all right. That's uh, that's everything we bought. Do you guys, did you play anything? Do we want to talk about it? I feel like we went really long right there. I know you want to criticize some of the things you saw at the Portland Retro Gaming Expo. I no, actually I want your take. Cutting that out. No, no one wants to hear about Expo. I Retro want gaming your take.
0: Expo. I touched the arcade 1UP. That, like, two-foot-high arcade machine, and it felt like 1,000% butt. It was the worst thing I'd ever touched in my entire life.
2: So, butt is the worst thing you've 1,
0: ever touched? 1,000% butt. Like, the joystick is way too loose. It doesn't center. Like, you you want some resistance pulling it back to the center. It was like an Atari 5200. It was ridiculous. And the buttons, are just, like, heavy sponges with a dull thud at the bottom. It was the most Chinese garbage controls I'd it was the worst.
1: They don't just use hap controls. Why wouldn't they no, just do that? No,
0: they I I looked online. I'm like there's no way these are any kind of brand name anything and they're like we use our controls that are up to specifications of the arcade. It's like, "Oh, okay, oh, yeah. third-party garbage. Great."
1: <laughs> That's weird.
0: <laughs> I can't imagine how this got any good reviews. unless like so this was like a floor model, like a lot of people were touching it, but it it's supposed to be an arcade machine. It's supposed to be played so I can't imagine how it would be already in that bad condition.
1: Yeah, I was thinking about uh, getting you know if I was thinking about getting one for my daughter, but because uh, you know she's three, so she's height appropriate.
0: You have real arcade machines. Yeah, I know. Live that real arcade she's, life she's, you can get one of those tiny little like Neo Geo ones that's like three feet high.
1: Those things are so expensive. Are they? <laughs> yeah, they really are.
0: Tyler, now that we've kind of passed I
2: want your opinion though, because you've been to like Magfest, you've been to a bunch of conventions on the East Coast and this year your, was your first West Coast convention, and you know Portland's the one that everyone on the West Coast talks about. Then everyone talks about like the Midwestern Gaming Classic, and then like Magfest. These are like the three big ones I I hear about. I know you've been to Magfest, so how did this
0: stack up for you? Well, I go to Replay Effects and Magfest every year. I don't know anything about the Midwestern Gaming Classic. Uh, it was a lot, a lot more games than anything on the East Coast. So you guys, like actual vendors, like on the East Coast, it's all freaking anime shit and cosplay, and people don't give a shit about games on the East Coast apparently. But here, it's all games. There's no bullshit. Um, not a lot of like bootleg stuff. I was, I was really worried that there's gonna because. Uh, at every convention, there's just some guy, like, just selling a bunch of hacks and repros. It's like, man, this is just, like, super illegal, and you're just out here doing it. That's just the world we live in, huh? Uh, but not a lot of that. Um, shout out to, uh, whose name I've heard on, like, Metal Jesus or, or something. He was just out there selling his fake Pokemon games and all that crap, so that was cool. Johnny's gonna make me cut that. I'll beep out the name. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, a lot of... I I like him as a guy. I
2: I didn't know he we was selling a bunch of. I, I've talked to him before. Yeah, you know, we've met. Yeah, like, he we has know like a sick are.
0: collection on YouTube, from what I've seen. I'm yeah. like, why is he out here selling bootlegs? That's so weird. Were they like
1: like actual fakes or?
0: I'm I I didn't look closely. Like you could just see like a like you look at like a a lot of games from across the room, and you look at those labels, and you're like, wow, those all look way off. And you walk up, it's like, oh yeah, this entire table is just bootlegs. Um, and I think he had like some just straight up legit bootleg Pokemon games, but I wasn't paying too much attention, so I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. Some like some vendors had like everything out in their display case, and it was super nice, um, all nicely laid out, one hundred percent good games. Like had their Mario's and Donkey Kongs all lined up, nice in a row, so you could see them. And then they had like their super like their high end like little Samsons and Flintstones out in like the the big display case. So whether you're looking for the common stuff or whether you're looking for the high end stuff, you know where to go. And then the other half, it's just like crates of junk that they just kinda unpacked and they're like, I don't know, <laughs> dig through it. And it's
2: <laughs> a Thunderdome.
0: Yeah, it was just Thunderdome style. Just it's not like fight for it if you want it's it. It's not like the prices were crazy good. I'm not at like Goodwill looking for gold here. It's like I'm gonna maybe find a good game and then pay a retail price for it. It's it's work that doesn't need to be done when I'm going to a convention to buy
1: games. Sometimes I do think it's a little charming than with the people who have like an actual like bin and they're like, hey, fill this bag for $10. Like that I'm kind of into. I just think, you know, cause it's sure, just a fun Sure, because thing.
2: that's junk. But but like uh I know specifically the booth that I was talking about. I went through and I found like a Game Gear uh, X-Men game and the box was completely crushed. And he's like, oh yeah, that'll be $55. <laughs> I was like, why would I, why would I give you 50? This is, This might as well be cart only. The box doesn't hold a shape other than flat. Yeah.
0: They They just need to take all that crap out and like put it in the junk bin. Like no one wants to even see that. It makes your whole booth look like it's only junk because you have like crushed boxes and ripped labels and all that crap.
2: The best part is when I told them, no, thank you, Tower. Do you want to know how he disposed of it? How? He literally turned around and threw it. (laughs) (laughs) He was just like, okay. And then threw it. I'm like, "Uh, yep. Okay. All right. I guess maybe $53 now. <laughs> like,
0: like you no. wouldn't see like a coin vendor or like a comic, like comic vendors love comic books, right? That's why they're in the business. That's so weird for see I just see, but there's still like, yeah, there's still like dollar boxes, but yeah,
2: usually, I don't know. I, I, I think
0: well, I, okay, uh, in
2: general, yeah. a lot of these don't take enough care of them, but a lot of vendors did do like a nice job. This was, I will say this year, Far more things were in in, uh, box protectors than I've ever got before. Mm -hmm. So that's starting to change at least. So, yeah. Yeah, like, spend that 75 cents and then I'll pay you like a dollar more for it if it's in a box protector. I haggle, like, I'm going to, one, think it's in better condition, and then, two, be like, well, I'm not going to try and fight you as much on the price because, like, this box collector has value to me.
0: So uh, before we went, we were talking about how we should go there and sell box protectors for $2. Yep. So, uh, did you see the booth that was selling box protectors for
2: $3? I did. Yeah, we would have undercut the shit out of them.
0: Oh, okay, I'm saying because they were just in a pile, unlabeled, all in one big yep. stack. So, okay. it's like... Yep. I don't...
2: <laughs> Couldn't make them out.
0: It's like, I don't... Which one's I NES? Have had a su- NES or Genesis? It's like, well, if I'm paying you for the convenience, give me the convenience. Right. I would have had a thing up. I would
2: have had, like, bundle deals. Like, here's 25 for, like... or something, you know, I would have had, had it labeled like, here's your Genesis, here's your Saturn, like, we have it all, protect your games, like, I would have, I would have made it a whole deal, but that was, and they weren't even the good box protectors, they were the bad ones.
0: Whatever. So. What are the bad ones? The, uh, the bad
2: ones are the ones with the film on them, and they're like, like, I don't mind necessarily the ones that have the film, because they're usually a little bit thicker, but these ones have like the weird film on them, and then we're also paper-thin, so um, that just means that they bought them from their Chinese vendor uh, you know, very thin and then with the plastic f- film and tabs. I don't like that. If it's gonna have that film on it, it better be thick and do a good job of protecting my games. Because right. people, as they compete for box protectors and as the price has risen a little bit, what they've done is they get a thinner-grade plastic so, you know, if you were measuring it with a uh, you know, the thickness of that plastic, you would see that it's gone down, uh, you know, a significant amount
0: compared to what they used to be when they first came out. All right. That's our box protector talk. Yeah. I, well, I don't I, care about box. I mean, I use well, them to transport and I take them out of the box protectors and then my games live naked on the shelf. Well, what, what you can, you can tell the
2: difference. though. if you stack like 10 games, you look at the bottom game and you see that box protector. Some of them are the old ones on the thicker ones. The box protector will not bow; it will hold its shape. Now you will see, like on ten complete, like Super Nintendo games up there on top, on a cheap box protector, boxes ten high ever. If you have them in good box protectors, it's totally fine. And the way weight is is distributed along a box, it's totally fine. You you know you know how that works, but you can tell that a box protector is not doing a good job when it starts to bow. So these are just like tests you can do. I'm I'm not saying put your most expensive games in there and do a test, but if you've done it or transported it or seen it, that's how you can tell if you've got a bad one.
0: All right. Thanks for thanks nice. for the tips, Johnny. That's what I come here for. No, it
2: is cl- <laughs> It is Collector's Quest, as we try to educate a little bit. I buy my box Tyler. protectors Rather from
0: VideoGameBoxProtectors.com, just... and I hope me they're too. good games. That's who I buy mine from, too. Oh, well, there yeah, we go. Me as well. Thanks to VideoGameBoxProtectors.com for sponsoring the podcast. Uh, we'll take our shipment to our houses and the $200 check into Johnny's account
1: yep I could really use 297 and 64 boxes
2: uh cart boxes yeah oh good enjoy that yeah. <laughs> enjoy I actually need like a bunch but he doesn't actually sponsor the show sad bones anyways anything else before we cut out of here gentlemen
0: you know i have more to say' no? Johnny, come on there were no imports no, at Portland at Retro that. Gaming Expo. I was told there would be imports. I met Red the Game Shark, oh, who was just like one of the nicest guys. He had a bunch he of imports. Had a what are you his, talking about? The, the, all the imports were junk. Not his stuff. I don't know. Super Famicom. He had mostly Super Famicom. I don't know shit about Super Famicom. But all a lot, like the Saturn and PC Engine stuff. First of all, there was no PC Engine stuff. No one had PC Engine games. All the Saturn games were like these girly anime bullshit games that... You know, not, they're not really games, or they're visual novels, things like that. No high-end shooters, nothing that people actually would want to play. And being in California, where you guys are right across the street from Japan, I was expecting more from you. I got Mad Panic Coaster. That's where did you
2: Japanese even get that? Import. Was that
1: from I Red, got though? Star Wars for the Famicom.
2: No, that wasn't from Red. And to be fair, uh, like, if you guys don't know Red the Game Shark, he is with Cheap Cheap Games, um, and he usually has like an awesome selection. And His selection was still good. Um, not for Tyler, what Tyler was looking for, but he had his big shipment set up to come and it got held up in custom. So he didn't get to bring everything he wanted. But at Retro City Fest and at some of the other events coming up, if you come to those, uh, come see Red because he will hook you up or message him at Red the Game, Game Shark on Instagram because he's really good at finding anything you need that that's import too. And he usually finds it at a very good price. So. Look out He's for really that. Nice. And we got to hang out with Red, which was awesome. And uh Dory, his friend,
1: and eat grandma pie. Yeah, we did eat grandma pie.
0: <laughs> Stefan, what did you pay for that that Famicom Star Wars again? Because I remember I thought you paid too much, and then I just lost one on eBay like yesterday.
1: Uh, you I paid f- I 40, did right? I did probably overpay. But I paid fifty. No, because no, you were like right on target. Yeah,
0: I just the one that I just lost went for forty, and it was from Yamatoko, So it had a uh, fourteen dollars shipping. So Huh, well then eat oh. a dick. Uh, yeah, I I'm gonna eat that dick. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I do I do really like that. Like you know I'm selective with my imports, but that's like the one thing. Uh w- that that that's fun. Let us do that real quick before we say it. Is there anything that uh any of us got that you were kind of jealous of? I was jealous of Stefan's uh Namcot Star Wars. I was jealous of that.
0: Uh Stefan bought fucking hundred and fifty dollars worth of tiger handhelds. Uh, and that <laughs> I was like, did. "Let me I'm tell you, Portland Retro Gaming." So the first hour is just walking around, watching people pick things up, and you're like, "How did I miss that? God damn it!" And one of those moments was him digging out that box of handhelds and buying all of them. You you felt you felt bad about yes. that.
2: I was like, "Why did
0: you?" For buy? like what he paid like eight ten bucks a piece on average for like the yeah. good video game ones. I'd totally buy that in a second.
2: That's so weird. The only yeah. one out there, I was Pretty like, score. "Man, Simon's Quest and Batman would be fun." 'Cause I had those, but that that was it.
0: Well a Mega Man 3 was eight bucks. It's like fuck yeah, I'm gonna buy a Mega Man three tiger handle I don't for eight bucks. Want,
2: like, I, where am I Plus put he those got nails? like a volume
0: discount on it. Yeah,
2: I'm not jealous of that. <laughs> so that's what you were jealous of. Uh Stefan, were you yes. jealous of any purchases? Um
1: I you know, I I don't know that I paid attention to what you guys bought all that much. <laughs> well you weren't like, I don't know. I, I don't feel like we had like a sit down and like like uh, display our stuff. For I other. got Ninja Gaiden three
0: complete in box, so that was I'm a pretty nice sure copy. You yeah, I know see, what you're jealous
1: of. Yeah, I mean, if anything, that because all the other stuff was like you collect stuff that I a little that's usually a little older than I tend to collect. So like all your Coleco stuff, I'm sure like would have made someone jealous, but not me.
0: No, it was that was all common garbage. Uh, Stefan was jealous of, of of up. my
2: manuals.
1: Uh, Johnny did give me one of the manuals I needed for Marvel Land, so thank you for that. And I found- fe- I would have been- And I- Had you not given it to me, I would have been jealous. And I went and
2: found you in a PTO. You did. I'm a nice
1: guy. So there you go. Maybe in the dollar
0: bin, and I had the poster, like, in the manual, and it counted as, like, one thing?
2: Yeah, it was in the $3 bin, but yeah. But then I found another one out here for $1. What a dollar.
0: What a deal. Also, look, just to go over that vendor that you found that from, this insane store- they get in complete-in-box Genesis games, and then they split out the box, the manual, and the cart. And that's not just for Portland. Their actual store, 100% separate, box section, manual section, cart section.
1: Yeah. What yeah, the hell? weird They were convinced that that is the best way to service their uh, their clientele, though. Apparently, they get lots of requests for that.
2: I want to go to that store so stupid bad. Right? It's, <laughs> all, it's all like, just send me there. But anyways, I think they're in... Uh, where are they in like the middle of Oregon and we were kind of north of them by like an hour. Cause I was like, Ooh, could we go there?
0: That's not worth the Uber ride. Damn. Oh, it's worth the road trip from wherever you live. No,
2: no, it is not. It's not worth that 14 hour drive. So, all right, let's uh, let's close up. Oh, oh, I do have, go ahead.
1: I do have one more thing. I want to do uh, shout out to our, our hosts, um, the people that we stayed at, at Airbnb uh I think her name was I want to say it was Rebecca, right? She I actually had left um a poster uh at the Airbnb and she was kind enough to mail it to me. Um so that was that was super cool cuz it was a, a it was a signed poster um and uh and I would have been really upset had I not been able to replace that. So thank you Rebecca she for does not mailing my poster. To the
0: Collectors Quest podcast.
1: That doesn't Get matter.
0: 19. Oh,
1: but... Uh, Doesn't matter. Last shout-out to just everyone
2: we got to meet, see, and hang out with, because that was awesome. There were so many people, uh, you know, I put it in my Instagram post, go check there, because I'm just going to forget all the names, and then everyone I didn't mention. If you saw me and you talked to me, and we got to shake hands or hug or meet or whatever, that was great. Uh, I look forward to it every year. That's the reason I go up there, is to, to meet and hang out. And it was a shout-out to Tyler for making the trip. Because it was awesome to finally yeah. get to meet Tyler in person and hang out as brief as it was. Next time, I I want to do it for a little bit longer than that. That that would be better. So
0: I don't ditch. I ditched you the first night to go to my other friend who lives in Portland's house, and then I got sick the second night. It was awesome hanging out, Johnny and Stefan. Yep, nice to meet you guys.
1: Yep. Karma's a bitch. Uh, punished. You should just come <laughs> to Magfest. Oh
0: wait, you guys are actual adults with responsibilities and families, and Magfest sucks. <sighs> that there's that what? at all what's uh, magfest sucks? i said magfest uh, sucks yeah, uh, you tell me it sucks. sucks arcade maintenance at portland pretty good i was i was impressed usually these are pretty uh, they had a lot of a bunch of rare games and they were all pretty much working there you go yeah. all right everyone that's going to be it
2: for this episode i know we rambled a bit but that's okay you, you know what you know what's about here um <laughs> if you have any suggestions any comments questions let us know. We've got some interesting stuff coming up. I'm going to be talking soon to uh, Steve from Lost Levels and host of the Retro City Festival. So we got some information coming up on that. We're going to talk to, I think it's officially in the book, I think um, will be this month uh, being November, get Dennis uh, from WADA Games, uh, the, the game grading service on here, to kind of talk about that to us and his awesome display collection just a little bit. We'll, we'll bug him about that. But I think we're supposed to talk about WADA and what that means for uh, game collectors. So there's some good stuff coming up on the way. And guys, now let's tell him where we can find you. Tyler, where can we find you on Instagram?
0: You can find me at DefaultGen, Default gen And neither I nor the people will forget that you never said what you're jealous of and you're trying to hide your bad emotions. I know. I said Star Wars. Yeah. He oh was, uh, shit! Cutting that. All right, go. Nope. John,
2: nope. and Nope. Why? <laughs> that that misinformation was brought to you by default gen. <laughs> That's default J E N. Oh, I don't
0: know who that is. Good.
2: And uh, Stefan. Uh,
1: yeah. So Instagram, sometimes YouTube. Archon 1981. A R C H O N 1981.
2: And I'm Johnny underscore Iucci, that's J-O-H-N-N-Y underscore I-U-C-C-I. Oh, and because my coworkers have asked me this, and I did one time say uh, Amelia Shank uh, on Instagram and uh, Denny Terrell, hello to you guys, I know sometimes you you come and check out this show and uh, just look and see what I'm doing and check it out. And I said I would shout you out for that, so thanks. And uh hope you guys didn't listen to this whole rambling episode. We have better ones to choose from. All right. Good night. Hi, mom. Well, yeah. Tyler's mom. Always a shout out to her. <laughs> <laughs> Always a shout out to her. Hey, Tyler's mom is one of our best listeners. Most dedicated listeners. Yeah. At, when we do shirts, Tyler's mom gets a shirt.
0: Tyler's
1: mom should be <laughs> on will, the shirt.
0: She will wear it
2: and she will be proud of it. I I'm not even joking. When we do the shirts, your mom's getting a shirt, like one hundred percent. We're sending
1: I'm I'm doing I'm doing Shelley Duvall shirts. That's happening.
2: No one wants I don't think show. we have her likeness. Yeah, I, I don't. Why would we want that? Anyways, uh, maybe we'll make some like, maybe we'll make a collage reference to <laughs> Shelley Duvall. But that's it for the show. Stay tuned for all that stuff that's coming up. We got a lot of good stuff coming up as we close out the year. Oh, and the other big thing is at some point in the month of November, we're going to do the three year episode because what collector's quest has been on the for three years. It's a lot of years for
0: me to be doing this. So yeah, there's I was that. Just trying to be better than this, Johnny, by by putting that me in there. No, Stefan's been with us for weeks Episodes. and weeks. And, well, three beep, years.
2: Beep,
1: we're gonna. <laughs>
2: Stefan is one out. not on the show, right? <laughs> Who's he? Okay. What? No, that is true. There's no. There's no announcements. No announcements. Anyways, uh, yeah. Anyways, the show in all of its. F- forms with all of the people who have been on has been around for three years now so that's pretty exciting i'm i'm excited about that uh and for some of you you're like oh my god it's been that long and ugh, it's still going there's no sign of ending That's so that's a, a blessing for some and a curse for others anyways we're out of here bye